Hey friends, this is Hannah Wedger, an agriculture teacher in St. Paul, Minnesota, land of 10,000 lakes. And I'm here to talk all things agriculture education related, curriculum, classroom management, FFA, career development events, SAEs, and whatever else you wanna hear about. It's basically me sharing chapters from my book of agriculture with all of you. So let's dig in. Hey friends, I have Taylor Birchall on with me today, and this is a fun one because she is a former student of mine, um, and I've only done one other one like this, so I'm excited to have her on. Um, she was one of my students um, when I first started teaching, and really we were together most of those years when I was there, so three years I would say I would have her in class. Um, and so I'm going to let her introduce herself a little bit, and then we'll kind of get into her experiences with me um, as a teacher. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Um, so as you introduced, I'm Taylor. Um, I'm currently a full-time student online at the University of Wisconsin-Stout. Um, I'm just finishing up my bachelor's degree, so I will be done with that. Um, this winter, um, but I won't actually graduate until the spring just because of some capstone requirements. Um, but I actually kind of started a little backwards because right out of high school, I got an internship at Centricare Foundation um, and I was working with their events team there. So during my first two years of college, I was actually online at the, I mean, I was actually at the university um, present and kind of lived on campus. But then I was offered a full-time position at the foundation office. So I decided to kind of jump on that opportunity and move back home so I could kind of work on my career a little bit and kind of get a little bit ahead that way and build my resume. Um, but in the meantime, my degree wasn't online. So I actually decided to commute to Central Lakes College every day for a year. Um, and I got my floral design degree. Um, and that took a year to get, and then, and right after I graduated that program, um, my hospitality and event planning program was released online, so I was able to kind of finish that up that way. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit about me. <laughs> yeah, so I completely forgot to introduce you with your title. So you are the Cent you work at Central Care Foundation, and you do like a lot of their event planning there, correct? Yes, yep. So I'm a nonprofit event planner. Um, I primarily focus on, um, with my colleague, um, fundraising and non-fundraising events. So a lot of the, the largest gala I plan has 2,000 attendees, um, and we raise just shy of a million dollars for cancer and hospice patients in central Minnesota. Um, and then another pl event I plan is called Spring Fling, and that one's also a fundraising event, but we partner with a lot of other community members. Um, so we'll have a play, and then we do a fund to need, and that raises money for pediatrics and heart and vascular care in central Minnesota right now. That is so awesome. Uh, and do you mind sharing your age with us? Yes, I'm 23. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, I always remember you as a student who's like the go-getter. Like, give me the project, and I will figure out how to get it done. Yes. Great. So exactly. I love projects. <laughs> like I'm never not busy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
And then you also are, you talked about your floral design um, degree and you do freelance floral design. You're a freelance floral artist. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. So um, right after I, actually, you kind of inspired me to become a florist. Um, my mom was always like, wait, you can do that after you get your four-year degree. And then um, I listened to her for the first two years of college and I was like, okay, I'll wait. And then um, I had the opportunity jump on me to go to Central Lakes. And I was like, I didn't tell anybody. I just did it. And everyone's like, oh, are you going back to school? And I was like, yeah, actually, I'm going to floral school. <laughs> so everyone was pretty shocked. Um, but I'm super glad that I did it because actually the year after I completed my program, they sunsetted the program at Central Lakes um, because there was not enough attendees. So they still teach floral design classes there. Um, as a part of like the greenhouse and um, management program, but they no longer just have a floral artist degree um, or diploma. So I was really, really grateful that I did that. Um, but it inspired me to do weddings. Um, so I think I have about 10 weddings under my belt. Um, and I do some freelance event setups and I've done some funeral work and birthday work. Um, and yeah, so I'm branding my business. Um, I can't share the name yet, but this winter, um, starting in January, so I'll have a website developed um, and a Facebook page developed and contracts and all of that fun stuff. So I'm starting oh, to brand my business. <laughs> that's so fun. How has um, like your floral design degree helped you in the event world? Absolutely. Um, it's really helped since I work in nonprofit fundraising. Um, our budget isn't as high as a lot of other budgets, such as like weddings or um, for-profit events and stuff like that. So a lot of what we do um, at my job and, and as a part of my role is I focus on creative development. Mm -hmm. So my, my manager focuses on kind of logistics and like um, budget management and making sure print materials and stuff is going out on time where she kind of gives me a budget and then I take a take on the role of like creating the event layout um, ordering linens creating any product that we can't afford um, so I'll host warehouse nights um, alongside of her where like we have chairs so say um, they have come up with this crazy idea and it costs like $500 a piece to make um, or buy. Well, we can't do that. So we have to figure out how to make it. So last year, um, I like to use this an, as an example. She wanted to have this 40 foot by 20 foot, like huge bar to resemble one you would see in Ireland. Um, and she wanted it to be tufted in green velvet. Well, there's no way I could afford um, a bar like that because it would have cost thousands and thousands of dollars. Um, so we decided to take pegboard and um, some cheap foam like that you could use for like under a mattress. Um, and then I found some wholesale velvet and then we hand puffed it um, oh 12 God. panels to create a bar. <laughs> and then we built like a, we um, partnered with a local construction company and built like a ceiling support and created fabric columns. So it literally looked like a bar you would see in a restaurant, like if, if you're from St. Cloud, like the old brick house or um, something you would, like a really extravagant Irish bar. That is so amazing. I would, <laughs> yes. So I would say the floral has really helped me like kind of open my creative eye. And now um, we don't have to hire a florist to um, 
create any of our centerpiece arrangements. I can kind of teach any volunteers we have on it set up to help construct those. And that's really fun too, because then you're teaching other community members how to construct a floral arrangement so they can go do it at home as well. Um, so it's been really beneficial. That's so fun. We um, have taken on my floral design class, um, has taken on doing like prom. And that's really fun oh, awesome. just to like, teach the kids how to, like you said, Kenny, you have a group of kids and okay, this is what one centerpiece arrangement should look like. Let's kind of, let's replicate this. And so that's, yeah. I, love, I love that you're teaching community members how to, how to arrange flowers. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you're so yeah. happy. Um, and I actually, yeah, I have a fresh cut flower garden now too. And you inspired me to do that because I know you have one. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's so great. And yours is better than mine this year. No way. <laughs> yeah, mine is very non-existent just because of our kids and I got stuff started late. Um, and so, yeah, it makes me really excited that I have someone else who shares the love of flowers as much as I do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, thinking about like high school and stuff, what are, is there anything that you think like really kind of sparked your interest in floral design in high school or any like projects that you did? Um, I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I feel like I took, where I went to high school, we didn't have an art program. Um, it was cut, I think during my freshman year. So I never had the opportunity to take any art classes. So I feel like I really used the egg classes as my art classes. So I think I took every single one of your classes, except maybe like the um, like the farming class where you would actually go work on a farm. Yeah, the work. So I took. <laughs> yep. So I took like um, Minnesota birds and like trees and shrubs and vet science and greenhouse management and um, you even created two independent studies for me. And I feel like. We actually created the independent studies um, after my interest in greenhouse management because um, I really enjoyed like going out. We had um, a hiking trail right outside of our classroom, um, kind of like near school grounds. So I remember you taking the entire class out and we would go kind of walk, walk the trails and you would point out the different trees and the shrubs and like have us guess them. And it was a great test prep because um, I was always a very like visual learner um, and I liked things that allowed for creativity and hands-on learning um, versus like reading just straight from a textbook or a PowerPoint. So I really liked that the egg, egg classroom kind of let, let me experience that. Um, and then when you offered the opportunity to have an independent study, I was all over that. Um, and I thought that was really fun. <laughs> I didn't teach floral design at that, um, at that time. Uh, at that school, it was not a class that was offered. Um, and I, so I think that's where you and I were like, okay, we know that you need this class. <laughs> like, yep. <laughs> and I think we both just kind of sat down and like, kind of went through, okay, what are like our objectives for you to learn? What is like the time of year? Because I remember it was close to like, it must've been, it was trimester. So either first or second trimester. Cause I know that you made a yeah. A wreath. I did, <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, but it was really cool because it was it was very much it wasn't like me telling you what to do, but it was very much like a collective, you and I working together and like we knew that 
you had certain goals as far as what you wanted to learn. And then we kind of went from there. Um, yes. So. And I remember you having, like, before I would get to start a project, you would have me do all of the research for it and, like, draw a diagram of what I was going to design and, like, all the stems it entailed and, like, the directions of how I was going to make it. And then you would approve it. Um, and then, like, for the wreath, if I remember right, you had me actually go forage everything yeah. from right outside the, the egg classroom. Um, but it was so cool because it was a really whimsical wreath. And then you brought some fun, like, ribbon in um, that I could add to it. So that was not intentional. It was just <laughs> working with what we <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and then I... I think as a florist, yeah. like, that really helps creativity when you just have to, like, go out and use what's there. Yes, exactly. And I still forage today. I think it's so fun. Yeah. So, respectfully, I, but. Yeah. <laughs> I was so surprised as I kind of got into the floral scene a little bit more that, like, raspberry greens are a huge, like, a lot of people like to use those, and that's becoming really popular for, like, a... Yes. Uh, foliage to use within uh, an arrangement so mm -hmm. going back to the roots yes. of foraging. <laughs> I love it <laughs> um, I'm definitely into the more wild looks me too yes me too um thinking about like your high school career as a whole what were like some of the like not necessarily just in the agriculture classroom, but any assignments that you remember that were like, like really stood out that you can remember like exactly what you learned or you just remember like specifics. I remember like when I was in high school, we dissected the cow eyeball and I will like remember that forever. It's like, in, <laughs> like the lens that we took out and stuff like that. So is there anything that you remember really specifically not just about the agriculture class, but it could be across high school. Yeah, um, I definitely remember the pig dissection um, in anatomy class. I think it was like an entire trimester of dissecting a pig. Um, yeah. And it was really interesting. It took me a little while to get like excited about it because I felt really bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> yes, yeah, so that I remember. And then I also remember uh, my freshman year, I actually took like a welding and architectural drafting class. Yeah. And it was way out of my comfort zone, and I was, like, one of two girls in the class. Um, but I really remember that just because um, the welding, we I got to create, like, a super fun, like, bookshelf, and I, like, cut out, like, petals, and I made, like, a flower, and I welded that onto it. Um, but the architectural drafting actually really helped me kind of understand um, what I do today in my career with layouts and designing, like, builds for um, – large event props and stuff like that. So I never thought I would use that again, um, but it turns out I do. <laughs> that is so cool. I love that. Yes. I, that was one of my questions, is, um, or one of my other questions is, what skills from high school do you use most in your current career, your current position? Yeah, like, um, def definitely that for sure. And I do have more, but. <laughs> Go on, share them. I would love to hear. Yeah. So I would say, and this one, um, I actually kind of like thought of this this morning, um, and it's kind of going away, but my planner, I'm still like a, a heavy, like, I use like an Outlook calendar on my email, um, 
to manage like anything like work related and meetings, but I really like my handwritten planner and I use that from grade school, middle school, all through high school. I still use it through college um, just because I really like to be able to like cross something off my list. Yeah. Um, and I also find it super beneficial to like, I can't always bring my laptop to an event set up, but I can bring my planner. And if I like, forget it somewhere, it's easy to find where a laptop, you'd get a little worried. Um, so I'll like write all my post event checklist or like things that I need to set up or any notes or um, things that like a vendor might tell me. I just jot it down in my planner and I find it so much easier to manage than typing it in my laptop. Um, so I think a planner is a huge one, which I remember like in elementary school being like, oh, why do we have to do this? And then my mom had to sign it off every night. But um, yes. no, definitely beneficial. Yeah. <laughs> Loved yeah. it. That's awesome. I know. I remember there was um, a certain part of like our advisory group that we taught, like how to use a planner successfully too and stuff like that. So I am a, I'm a pen and paper person as well. And I like to have a list and be able to cross stuff off. Like, yes, so it's so, so rewarding. <laughs> um, any like, extracurricular activities that you were a part of that you um, feel like were beneficial to you? Yeah, um, I was a swimmer for seven years, um, but then my junior year I had shoulder surgery, so I decided to not swim my senior year, um, and instead I joined the culinary team and FFA, and that was, that was like a total difference because I was always in swimming. I swam like nine months out of a year. Um, I was always swimming yeah. um, and I did golf for a couple a couple years but um, I wasn't into golf as much as I was swimming or culinary team or FFA so I would say those are the ones I remember the most. Yeah you um, had some pretty good success with your culinary experience as well. Yeah so um, for that we developed like a and that kind of inspired me to go into the hospitality field um, yeah. and event planning specifically because we had to develop a restaurant concept um, and I remember we named it the Frontier Kitchen um, but we had to create like a 50-page business proposal and I had to design all of the interiors and create like a layout of the front of the house and the back of the house and where booths and tables were and what type of activities were going to be present in our target market and all of that and we actually had to do um, we had to go to a state competition and we took first there and then we went to a nationals competition. Um, and I think we took 11th in the nation with that. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, within FFA, what kind of things were you a part of? Or what did you um, I, I did my, during my senior year, um, so I participated in the floral design exam. Um, and I think we made like a corsage at that as well. So I did like a plant identification class um, and that was before I kind of knew a lot of what a lot of flowers were. So that was really interesting to learn. Um, and then I was also a part of PALS. Um, and I don't remember exactly what that stands for. Um, you could, but I had a lot of fun. I don't remember either. <laughs> oh, you don't? It was like we went to different schools, like nearby elementary schools and read agriculture related books and did an activity with the kids. Yeah, yeah it was, I, you could. I'm so bad with acronyms. It's like I am too. 
don't know, partnering something or another. Oh. <laughs> the agriculture community is going to be like, really? She doesn't know what PAL stands for. But... <laughs> oh, well. Um, yeah, I, I, you're like one of those kids that you wish you would have gotten into FFA sooner. Um, yes. So thankful that you had a year of experience in it um, and were able to kind of just get those few little pieces out of it. Um, but yeah, definitely one of those kiddos that I'm like, oh, if I could have got her in like freshman year, but right. I was yes. excited um, within your culinary experience too, because I feel like the, the kind of the CTE classes like business and culinary and like the mm -hmm. industrial tech classes, they, with it, with agriculture, all like just give students so many skills and I'm just thinking about like some of the things that you talked about like the skills that you use outside of high school and almost all of them came from an agriculture class a culinary class and a welding class and like yes <laughs> that just makes me really yep. proud of like the the teachers who teach career and tech, tech ed because it's just really important for students to be able to have those experiences mm -hmm. and well, those are the classes I remember the most for sure yeah. um that's like my yes. box. Like every kid should take a CTE class because we'll get something out of it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, let's see here. What do you wish um, you would have done in high school? Is there anything that you wish you would have um, would have tried or would have um, stuck with or anything like that? Hmm. And if not, that's fine. If you feel like you rocked your high school career as much as you could. <laughs> I, I think I would have liked to join FFA earlier, um, and I really enjoyed swimming, and I loved swimming um, and all it entailed, but I think it would have been interesting if I would have left room for other activities as well, because yeah. um, I was very committed to that sport, um, and I really enjoyed it, but I think there was other, like, activities outside of sports. I could have, I could have joined the culinary team earlier also, um, or maybe, um, like, yearbook committee and stuff like that. So. Yeah, yeah. I always just like to ask that question because I always think about that. Like, if I were to go back to high school, what would I have done differently? Or mm -hmm. you know, it's just a fun question to think about. Um, yeah. And you are finishing up your degree right now. I'm just kind of reading through some of these questions. Um, was there a teacher or teachers who had a strong um, influence on where you are at now? Yes, um, so definitely you, um, and then Mary Mary Levinsky also, um, just because both of you kind of helped me fall in love with um, the hospitality environment and the floral design environment, um, and you especially helped play a role with um, the flowers and floral design, and I remember one of my independent studies was managing the greenhouse, um, and that inspired me to grow my own. Um, flower garden and vegetable garden and now I have so many flowers and vegetables I don't know what to do with <laughs> um, so definitely that um, and I remember you always telling me like you need to do floral design you would really excel at it um, and I felt like you you were the one who really believed that I could make a career out of it um, and then I had to kind of prove it to my family that I could do it um, and then Mary Levinsky really helped inspire me because to become an event planner after um, taking her culinary class and um, joining the culinary and management team 
um, because she told me that she kind of helped me find a college and a program. Um, So yeah, I would say those two teachers for sure. (laughs) I think we're both very excited and happy at where you are at today. And I'm really proud of you. Like I am so proud of how you really have just kind of followed your your path to what you're passionate about. Um, so often I feel like as like high school teachers, I, we are like pushing to like have you go to a four-year college. And I so support like a degree and think that it's really helpful. But I also think like some of those shorter trainings where you're doing a year to get a floral design degree or two years to get, you know, whatever it might be are also like so valuable. And I don't, I don't think there's anything that can like take away, like, I don't think there's any amount of money that can measure up to someone like really being happy in their career. I mean, maybe maybe, like millions of dollars, but even then I'm like, (laughs) I don't know. So (laughs) yes. And I mean, it took me a year to get my floral diploma, but it's going to take me five years to get my um, bachelor's. Technically, I'll be in school six years by the time I graduate because I did take that um, year to do the floral. But I've changed my major like tw- two times because I was so nervous. Like, am I really making the right career choice? Um, do I want to do this the rest of my life? Um, and then I found flowers and I figured out I did and figured out how I can merge the two to for sure do something that I love and makes me happy but it is it's a lot of pressure when you turn 17 and 18 to kind of figure out figure out what you're gonna do yeah it's almost too much pressure at that point in your life to be like all right decide um so I'm just like I said I'm really happy for you and excited for where you have kind of carved a path for yourself so Thank you. Yes, and I really am appreciative of you. <laughs> Is there anything else I should have asked you, but I haven't? Um, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, I so think we're gonna get to the fa- my favorite part of the podcast then, um, and that's where I ask you just some fun questions so that the audience can get to know you a little bit better. Um, so the first one is who has had the most influence, um, just on your career in general and where you're at. Um, in my career, um, definitely my mentor, um, at Center Care Foundation, um, she's no longer at the foundation, but I had the privilege of working with her for three years. Um, and she taught me, she was the one who hired me. Actually, I out interviewed, um, a few college students. So I kind of, I was like very proud, but I felt kind of bad. (laughs) Um, so I worked with her for, um, three years and she taught me everything I know and really believed in me that way. She taught me how to make event layouts and keep organized event notes and develop timelines and manage budgets and all of that fun event knowledge. Um, she encouraged me also to go to floral school um, to kind of enhance the events, stuff like that. So definitely she was a wonderful mentor. So I was really blessed to have the opportunity to work with her for um, three years. And then actually when she moved on, um, I was the interim event coordinator at Center Care Foundation for a year. Um, so that was, I was a full-time college student um, and I was working like 40 to 50 hours a week planning five fundraising and non-fundraising events. Um, but she kind of helped to get me through it and encouraged me and told me she believed in me. Um, 
so yes, so it was a crazy, that was a crazy year, but very rewarding. And I think it really helps me grow in my professional career. What a great like thing to be able to add to your resume too. Like that just sounds so yes. awesome. <laughs> yes. Um, what's your go-to order at your favorite hometown restaurant? Um, definitely pad thai um, and fresh vegetarian spring rolls from Sawadee. Oh, that's cool. kind of, a, <laughs> yes, I love pad thai. Uh, every time I ask that question, I'm always like, I want to go out to eat now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the last question I have is what are three of your simple pleasures? Um, definitely gardening, um, zero waste living. Um, and I really like to make natural products with essential oils. Those are all so unique. I've never, I've had the <laughs> gardening, but I have not had the other two. So that is yes. cool. I love that. It really speaks yeah. to um, just your personality and, and how just amazing you are as a person. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. um, if the audience has any questions for you, how can they find you? Do you have an Instagram handle or? Um, yes. Um, I have an Instagram follow. handle right now um, and it's blossoming bean and then underscore. Um, and then I'll okay. kind of keep people updated and posted um, when my website will be coming up and my Facebook page. And you can see beautiful tours of her garden as well. <laughs> <laughs> I try. Yeah, I always get a little nervous when I do them, but that's how I get my garden fixed. I'm like, oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for spending time with me um, today. And I'm really excited for our audience to just be able to get a little glimpse inside of what you've gotten out of your high school career and beyond and how agriculture has impacted you. So thanks so much. Thank you for having me. You just finished listening to Ag with Miss Wedger, where I'm sharing chapters from my book of agriculture with each of you. I hope you enjoyed listening and learned a little bit more about our topic for today. Visit my Instagram at Mrs. Wedger to follow along on my daily journey as an agriculture teacher, a wife, and a mama of two. If you have any questions or ideas on topics you want me to dig in and cover, or if you, yeah you, <laughs> Want to be a guest? You can send me an email at eggwithmisswedger at gmail.com. I hope you have a great week and we will talk to you soon. Bye bye, everybody.